The T is one of the most varied sounds in American English. The pronunciation of the T really depends on the position in the word. So, for example, a T at the beginning of the word is aspirated and full of air, like in the word time or take. At the end, it is barely pronounced or sometimes just held, like cat or football. After an N and before an N, it changes. Sometimes you can drop it like 20 or you can release it through the nose like kitten. Now, we will discuss all of those T's in uh, the last module. But today, we will talk about what I think is the most important T, and that is the flapped T. The reason why I think it's the most important T, first of all, I think it's the most frequent T, almost most frequent, and also it really helps with the fluency and flow of the language, and it's one of the main characteristics of American English. So when you use it, it actually gives you a strong sense of American English. So what is the flap T? The flap T is the T that appears between two vowels in unstressed syllables. For example, Betty, hotter, activity. So what is it that you're hearing that makes the T a little different than the T in the word strange or time? Betty, activity, reality, so it doesn't sound like a true T, it actually sounds more like a, a D, right? So the word writing a motorcycle and writing a book sound exactly the same. So the T is actually a D, but because the D between two vowels is not a real D anyway, so it's very important to notice that the flat T is not a strong D, it is not bedi. And yet, it's not Betty. It's not a regular true T. It is a very, very light D. Betty. 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 To make the sound, the tongue goes up, but it doesn't block the air. It doesn't stop the air. Betty. And then, you know, you release it abruptly. You just tap your tongue against the upper palate. Betty, as if to suggest that there is a T there, but without blocking the air because there are two vowels, so we don't want to stop the fluency here in the flow. Betty, right? Because the T is flapped only between two vowels. Betty. Hotter. Better. Okay? So not better, not better, better. Now, here's a little tip. If you speak Spanish or Russian or Arabic where you use the trilled R, r, r like in the word pero in Spanish. Now, I know that there are two different R's like pero and perro. If you hear the difference, you'll see that the first one is really light, pero, and the other one is a trill, perro. Now, you don't have to speak Spanish to be able to make this R sound. And if you know how to make it, then use it because to make the flap T, you need to do exactly the same thing that you would for a trilled R, a short trilled R. R, R, R. Now, if this is confusing to you, then forget about it. Don't think about it. Do you hear me? Forget about it. A lot of flap T's. Don't think about it and concentrate on all the other tips like the very light D or um, a really short D. 
but if you know how to make the r sound, notice that it's exactly the same sound. Pero, peri, peri, ra, ra, ra. Betty. Let's try it in a few words. Notice. No, ra, ra, ra. I will mark it as a D and maybe I'll do something like this to show that it's a flap T. Notice. And notice it's the O as in go. Not notice. Notice. Activity. Acti, primary stress. Active, schwa, flap, T, D. Activity, as in cat. So as you can see, the T is between two vowels, right? Notice, activity. Pretty, pretty. And it doesn't matter if it's one T or two T's in the spelling, it doesn't matter. Writing, of course, there is no W here. The WR sound exactly like an R sound. Writing, water. Sometimes it's a little more difficult to shift from the flap T to the R. So what you want to do is after you bring the tongue up for the T, you want to pull it back immediately. Water, der, der. Wa, as in father in this case, water. Butter, der, der. The idea is to lighten up your tongue and make the connection, the contact, with the tip of the tongue. And not this part, not the body of the tongue. Not wa, de, de, right? But wa, de, de, de. So let me show you up close. Wa, de, de, de. And not wa, de, de. Wa, de, de. This part is touching the upper palate. Water. Water. Butter. Visibility. Visibility. Sometimes people tend to confuse the L and the T and then you may hear something like visibility. Visibility. Is this something that you're doing? If so, make sure that the tongue stays on the upper palate to pronounce the L. Visibility. Visibility. Meeting. High E. Flap T. Meeting. Notice it's between two vowels. Meeting. Attitude. So you have two T's here. Both of them are between vowels. But as you can hear, I'm not saying attitude. It actually sounds really awkward. Attitude. No. Attitude. Why? Because this is a stressed syllable. It receives a secondary stress. So the rule is when the T appears between two vowels in unstressed syllables, this is a stressed syllable, even if it's a secondary stress in this case. Atta, attitude. Bottle. Community. Nari. Notice that the I-T-Y suffix will always be pronounced as ri. Ri. Community. Editor. So the D is a light D because the D between two vowels is also lighter than a strong D at the beginning of the word. Day versus editor. Edda. I'm not saying ed. 
So it's a light D and the T behaves like a light D. So these two sounds are exactly the same. Editor, schwa and schwa. There is no I, there is no O. Editor, that's the primary stress. It's going to be a little higher in pitch. Editor. Later. A as in day, not letter. Not letter, later. Der. This is longer. 80% of the word, 20% of the word. Later, later, I'll see you later. Artist. Now what happens here? Artist, it's a flat T, but it's not between two vowels, it's between an R and a vowel. Rule number two, the flap T can also appear between an R and a vowel because the R here is an R vowel. So it still behaves like an R, like a vowel. Artist, party, 30. Here, because of the R, the flap T is even heavier and then you almost hear a D here, like party, right? The T after an R, the flap T after an R, actually sounds closer to a D, party, which is easier to pronounce. 30, okay? So when the T appears between two vowels in unstressed syllables and between an R and a vowel, that's when we make it a flapped T. Now, how should you remember whether it's in the between two vowels and in an unstressed syllable? Let's look at the word. So try to say it. And try to say it now with a flapped T. Aramic. Just doesn't sound right, right? Aramic. Because the ta is the primary stress. So I'll tell you what. If you're wondering whether you should start analyzing if it's a primary stress or secondary stress or a weak stress, then you know what, don't worry about it because to make a flap D in a primary stress position is practically impossible. Think about it. Aramic or attitude as we've seen before. Or let's take the word titanic and try to make it a flap T in the middle. Tyrannic doesn't sound right, doesn't feel right and then you'll probably keep the strong T. Now the interesting thing about the flap T is not only that it appears between two vowels in a given word, it also appears between two vowels within two words, within a phrase or a sentence, which means if a word ends with a T and the next word begins with a vowel, and since we always connect words together in English, then the T also becomes a flap T, like in the phrases, it is, about it and get it. So now let's try it in phrases. I got it. I'm gonna also focus on intonation, right? Primary stress is the got, I got it. So I'm gonna go higher in pitch and that's gonna be longer, not I got it, I got it, as in father. Get in here. Get in, get in. See how I'm forced to connect? The two words, once I use the flap T, get in, sounds a little choppy, get in here. Even in British English, you would use a different T when it's between two vowels. Get in here, something that will help you connect the two vowels. It is what it is. 
hey, sorry, you know, it is what it is, you know me. It is what it is. High in pitch, high in pitch, lower. It is what it is. Tell me about it. Primary stress on tell. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Put it in here. Put it in. Not put, put, but it's a relaxed uh. Put it in here. What about it? What about it? Schwa here, you want to connect the T to the schwa. What a, what about it? Sit on it. You got to quit it. Qui, qui. Relaxed I, flap T, schwa. Quit it. it. Gotta, not gotta. And a schwa here because we reduced the U. You got to quit it. Dude, you got to quit it. I'm writing a letter, writing. I'm writing a horse and I'm writing a letter at the same time. It's a beautiful city, city. Relaxed I, flap T, high E, beautiful. Flap T, schwa, F, schwa, dark L, beautiful. It's a beautiful, t's, t's. Remember what we did last week? It's a beautiful. It's a, it's a beautiful city. Okay, good. Let's try a few sentences. She's waiting to find a better tutor for her daughter. Waiting. Better. Tutor. Practice the flap TR. Tutor. Better. Daughter. Der, der, der. Now, intonation. She's waiting to find. That's a phrase. Waiting is the primary stress. She's waiting to find. Find is a secondary stress, so you mildly stress it. You go a little higher in pitch. It is a little longer. The two is definitely reduced. She's waiting to find a better tutor. Another phrase. Tutor is the stress word here. Better describes it for her, for her, for her. You reduce it for her daughter. Daughter. She's waiting to find a better tutor for her daughter. Now with a T here of the word to, turn it into a D or sort of a flap T also, although it's not between two vowels. This is just because the word to changes and if it's unstressed and appears after, of course, a vowel, but also after a voiced consonant like waiting, then sometimes it turns into a D if you say it really, really quickly. She's waiting to, she's waiting to find a better tutor for her daughter. Now, it's not the most important thing, it's just I'm saying that in case you've noticed me saying it or other people saying it, or in case you are ready for a more advanced practice. But if it's too complicated, stick with a flap T in the positions we already talked about. Put it in the water bottle before you drink it. Put it in, put it in the, N-T-H. Put it in the water bottle, set phrase, this is a unit. Put, as mildly stressed, water, the primary stress of the chunk, put it in the water bottle, break, before you drink it. Before you drink it. That's another phrase. Everything's connected here. Drink is the primary stress. Before you drink it. 
Put it in the water bottle before you drink it. It's good for you. I'm sitting and waiting for the editor to correct my letter. A little slower. I'm sitting and waiting for the editor to correct my letter. Sitting and waiting. No D, no schwa. I'm sitting and waiting for, for, for the editor, editor, to correct my letter. I'm sitting and waiting for the editor to correct my letter. Read it. Now let's do it together. I hate it, hate it. Uh, uh, I hate it when he enters the meeting, when he, you can drop the H and then it sounds like when he enters. By the way, you can drop the T here. We'll talk about it. And you, so you can say enters, enters. Since it's a complex phrase, I think saying enters may help you, but you don't have to. You can say enters because both options are valid. I hate it when he enters the meeting, when he enters the meeting, make sure you pronounce the TH here, hi E, not meeting, meeting, but meeting, for that you gotta make this uh, syllable a little longer. I hate it when he enters the meeting later than everyone else, later than everyone else. I hate it when he enters the meeting, or I hate it when he enters the meeting, later than everyone else. The party is at 5.30 in a beautiful apartment in the city. The party, D, is at 5.30 in a beautiful apartment in the city. Apartment, apartment, in a beautiful apartment in the city. These are the stress words. In a beautiful apartment, that's the primary stress of the sentence in the city. Although it's the last content word of the sentence, it's not the primary stress. So you just sustain it a little higher in pitch, a little longer, but that's about it. The party is at 5.30 in a beautiful apartment in the city. And you just gotta be there. Okay, that's it, the flap T. So first of all, practice the quality of the sound. Make sure that you're getting that accurate really light D sound, that sounds almost like a Spanish R. Then after you practice it, then use it in words and then later in phrases where you connect them together like get it and about it and then in sentences when there's repetition of the flap T. Remember that it's not a big deal if you don't use the flap T because everyone will understand you if you're saying activity instead of activity or it is instead of it is, what it does do is that it helps you to connect words together and it gives you nice fluency and flow and it definitely sounds more American. So that's the good thing about the flap T, so it's worth the practice. So go ahead and practice and I will see you in the next lesson. Bye.